Sacred Space. So, welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space in West Limit 102 from our <coughs> Common Sea Studios here in Arda. Uh, still joining me in studio here, I've got Lisa Blackwell from Mesquiton, I've got Father Eamon Roach and uh, Skype from Middleton, and of course Shane Ambrose is joining us somewhere in the world, again on Skype. The, the reason why Father is on uh, today is because I know Father is running a faith camp, and I know there's an Irish pronunciation to that, and I'm not going to mess it up, and I'll let Father introduce it. But Father, you might tell us a little bit about this camp, please. First of all, this name... Okay, John. Um, it's called Camp Credov. Credov would be the Irish word for faith or oh, belief. Oh, lovely. Okay. Um, I'm a priest, as you said, down in Middleton in East Cork. Mm-hmm. Uh, the camp is run in a place called Knockadoon, also in East Cork. It's a small fishing village, a beautiful fishing village, uh, not far from Middleton or Yall on the coast. And Camp Credov is aimed at teenagers. There's a, a boys' camp running from the 4th of June to the 10th of June. And then there's a girls' camp the following week from Sunday the 11th of June to Saturday the 17th of June. So it's aimed at teenagers or those who are in secondary school already. And it's a faith camp, so there will be a mixture of a lot of fun things like games and sports, uh, water sports, kayaking, hill walking, uh, arts and crafts, music. And mixed with all that, then there's a lot of faith activities. We'll start each day with a mass. Okay. Uh, we'll open the Bible and read some Bible stories. We'll... We'll give each um, each camper a UCAT, which is um, a youth catechism. Okay. So we take them through learning uh, their faith, just the basics of their faith, and listen to any questions they have. And uh, we we do other things like you know watching movies at night, uh, movies with a Christian theme perhaps, and we might play you know charades or table quizzes. So lots and lots of fun activities and action-packed days for our teenagers. This will be the second year of Camp Credov, John. Okay, right. So last year we just we ran Camp Credov last year just for boys, just uh, to see how that would work, and mm-hmm. we had seventeen boys. Mm-hmm. They were mainly from Cork, but there was uh, there was a boy from Kerry, Dublin, a couple even from Drada came down. Oh. Um, so it's, it's a residential camp, you see, and they stay on site all week. So okay. if, if if the parents were willing to bring them down to East Cork on the opening day, um, the, boy, the boys or then the girls would uh, stay for the entire week and the parents would come and collect them a week, a week later. So we had a very good year last year. We had 17 boys. It was a great uh, first year for Camp Credit and they had a great time, fantastic, and they learned much about their faith and many of those boys are, are booked in again this year, uh, which is a good sign mm-hmm. and uh, we've lots of girls signed up as well, but there's still places it's a few weeks now to go before the boys' camp starts, and uh, there is still places. So, if there's any listeners out there, any parents perhaps who have teenage boys or girls, and would like them to, to take part, um, they're more than welcome. And the contact details there, Father? So, I'll give you my telephone number. My mobile number is 086 99 if there's any questions, just ask myself, Father Eamon Roach, on that number. Mm, okay. There's also a website with a lot of information, and there's even photographs from last year's camp. Mm. And the address is www.campcredive.ie. So that's C A M P C R E I D E A M H. Okay. Father, how did it start? I mean, 
did you set it off yourself and, and, and sort of what gave you the idea? Well, the camp itself, just to explain the history of it, um, mm. my camp now, Camp Credit, this will be the second year, but the, the premises, so the facilities down there have, have been used as a camp for various things by for decades, actually. The Dominican Order, you mentioned the Dominicans uh, a little bit er mm -mm. earlier no, in Limerick, actually, but the Dominican Order uh, have this premises with a long time, and they run various camps there as well, you know, on their own um, on their own initiative. Mm. Uh, they would run Irish courses there as well and liturgical music courses. And the camp director down there, Father Morris Colgan, he said to me, Father Eamon, if you would like um, to use the camp for a diocesan purpose, we'll say, for your purposes, mm. it's a faith-based program, um, it's yours for a week or two weeks, whatever you need. Okay. Um, so that's what happened last year, and, and it worked so well. We decided to keep it going again this year. Where did you get the children? Where did you get the you know the young boys and get, well the young boys from last year? I mean, how did you get the message out there? And not for one, not, not that I should use this word. How did you sell it to them? Well, we didn't do any radio interviews last year. This is the first, I think. But um, we did put an ad on uh, some of the Catholic uh, newspapers mm -hmm. and word of mouth and posters and church notice boards. Um, priests around parishes um, helped out as well to spread the word. I think the best way is just to actually ask face to face yeah, a young yeah. person, would mm. you like to go on this camp? Mm. Um, and very often they need, need a little bit of encouragement too, a little bit of persuasion. Oh, yeah. A teenager would probably be a bit nervous of going into um, a group of mainly strangers. So if they were to bring a friend, all yeah. the better, or mm. a brother, or a sister. Um, all the better. But even if you wanted to go by yourself too, there would be others in the same boat who yeah. who would be going by themselves. And just to get over the first day or two um, after that, you know, it would be much easier. Just before I just bring I, I bring Laser in, I'd be interested to see um, how the, how did the young people um, find or react to the to the face element of the camp? To be honest, John, uh, quite good. Um, it's, it's kind of very much a holiday atmosphere down there. As I okay. said, we watch movies together, we go hiking together. And when you have that camaraderie together yeah, yeah. Between, between the leaders and the, the campers themselves, and we would have about 10 leaders, um, Lisa there being one of them, she's sitting mm -hmm. next to you. And um, building up that camaraderie with the water sports and the kayaking and the games, it's very easy then when you sit down to discuss the catechism or or the gospel of the day. It's very easy just to speak freely and openly and um, yeah, yeah. a lot of trust between the campers and the leaders. That's great. So, Lisa, yeah. how did you get involved with this? Well, first of all, how, how did you get involved with Father Raymond or meet Father Raymond? Uh, well, I think it was about three years at this stage now. Three years ago, I was in Medjugorje for the youth festival and um, hmm. we ended up meeting Father Raymond. Mm. Um, so um, since then we've just um, I've been youth I'm also involved in Youth Thousand and met him at that and ever since just um, known him since then it's just been great to um, to know him and okay. to hear what he's running and doing How so. did you how did you end up going to Medjugorje was there, was there a group of you going? Yeah so it was um, so the year that I met Father Eamon it was um, with my family okay. we had been I think the year before mm. and um we just, it was just an amazing experience and um, we actually, the year we met Father Eamon again was uh, the youth festival 
there, which was just unbelievable to see all the young people and thousands of young people. Like it's such a encouragement and such a witness yeah. to see all the young people in their faith and um, just all, but having just having fun and singing and you know Mm-mm. having the time of the life. <laughs> yes, this is it. And um, I was just chatting with you before we just before the break there, and. Um, we were chatting about U2000 because I believe you're involved with U2002. And as I just mentioned to you, we had Jer on last week. That's Jer, right, uh, yeah. And, and a few more, again. <laughs> Tell me about your experience with U2000. Yeah, so I think, again, it's about, I think, maybe three or four years since I went to my first retreat. And I, I can't even remember how. I think it was a poster I saw somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I just saw, like, a Catholic retreat festival for young people and... At this faith, at this stage, sorry, my faith, yeah, I was practicing my faith and everything, but um, kind of going to mass every Sunday, and that was <laughs> mm. as much as um, it. But then I decided to go along, and it was just amazing again, like Medjugorje, to see other young people, and just so happy and joyful, like it was just something else. amazing. And just going back again, so your face, yeah, where did you get your face from? Yeah, I suppose and growing enthusiasm up, enthusiasm for the yeah. yeah. <laughs> so growing up, yeah, we've um, always been. Uh, practicing Catholics, you know, my family, there's, I've four other siblings, mm-hmm. and um, we've practiced, you know, I was gone to Sunday Mass and everything, but I suppose it was kind of like, do what you're told, go on Sundays, yeah, you know, this yeah, is what we yeah, do, yeah. but I suppose it was, um, it was at Youth House and also a camp yeah. I attended three years ago, where I really, I was kind of challenged, like, to make this faith my own, like, not, like, that this was something that I had to, uh, you had to do do mm-hmm. and like make the decision like do I want to do this like well, what does this mean to me like what happens if I stop in the morning like and I realize like yeah. this is much more than going to mass on a Sunday like um God actually wants to know me and actually loves me like um mm-hmm. I didn't realize that to have a friendship or relationship with God like I didn't yeah. know this, this was a thing like so um I suppose since then it's just um I've just made the fate my own and I actually I wouldn't be able to live without it now. It's just, like, it gets me through everything, and it's just, oh, it's such an encouragement, and to know other young people, like, it's just great. And that must have come, I would suggest, by meeting other young people of your own age. Yeah. Celebrating their face. That's it, yeah. Being encouraged by their face. That's it, and you have someone your own age, and it's such encouragement for each other, and even, you know, sometimes to talk to someone to do stuff with, like, it's just, um, yeah, it's just, it's great to have a, People your age, your own age, you know. Why do you think other young people are not like yourself and kind of turn away from the church and not too interested in mass or prayer groups? Yeah, I suppose it's like years ago, I thought that this was, most people I saw were all a lot older than me. Yeah. Um, And I suppose a big part of maybe why people turn away, they don't get opportunities like, or they don't hear about yeah. things like Camp Credit or yeah. like Youth 2000. Yeah. I think it's to reach out to people and tell them. And sometimes we're afraid to, well, I know sometimes I might be afraid to invite them or don't tell them about this, you know, in case they say no, but to take the chance, like, mm. and just invite them. And um, you never know where people are at. And, mm. you know, when people are um, people are searching and it's, it's uh, you know, they don't know what they're searching for sometimes, so it's just to invite them. And... Um, yeah, so I, it's I, I think probably what you're saying, like, is a, the likes of uh, the, the camp that's further speaking about, U2000, Medjugorje, Prayer Groups, whatever it is, mm-hmm. these, these groups 
yeah. um, have a certain charism, they can speak to young people yeah. in the way young people can understand. That's it, exactly. Isn't that it? That's it. It reaches it's, out to young people. And Father just mentioned it there, you know, that when they come to the camp, they're kayaking or they're soccering or they're watching a film together. Mm-hmm. Father with them, you're yes, all together. Exactly. And then we come down to the faith element and then we discuss the gospel. Exactly. And we're bringing ourselves, mm-hmm. our experiences, yeah. because we know each other. And I suppose that other thing that comes to mind too is, and I suggest you probably pick this up in U2000 and the camps that you've been, the amount of trust you've got with your own peers must yes. be something else because you're all in the same boat. Yeah, exactly. And you have, you always have someone to, to turn to, someone to, that's there for you. And, um, you know, there's, there's always someone, mm. um, whether at the end of the phone, online, whatever it may whatever be. Whatever it is, yeah. Um, and it's just great to know that. And it, even what I found is, okay, let's say, growing up, going to whatever, discos or whatever it may yeah, be, yeah. and, mm. you know, people going out, and, you know, you get maybe an hour or two of fun, whatever, and you come away, and you're kind of down again at the dogs, whatever. Yeah. But the thing that's different about, like, camps or festivals like this is, you come back and you still have the joy, you still, you're still happy, and you, I didn't understand why, mm. why it's, it's, it's a true happiness and it really can't be until you go to experience it yourself Mm-mm. to know if people you can be telling people <laughs> yeah, yeah. for ages but <laughs> yeah. it's um yeah. but it really it's it's where i am really myself and joe truly happy and everyone else is the same i think um Ger mentioned to me last week she said you know and just she, she related her own story you know and she said it, it was that moment of grace mm-hmm. And I think you touched on it early on yourself. Yeah. That that moment of grace that you had to see that post or whatever it was in your yeah. life. And I'll go and take a look at that. Yeah. And once you open that door, then you were fine. But the handle was on your side. Exactly. Isn't that it? That's you it. You had to open it. When, when you went in, wow. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's almost just to take the chance and... You know, you can be thinking of all the things, oh, this won't be any good, yeah, this yeah. won't be, you can think of all them, but yeah. you'll never know until you really take that. Very good. Massive leap, but it's <laughs> worth it, well worth it. <laughs> Father Eamon, um, it's wonderful to hear the sort of testimony and the witness to faith of Lisa. I'm sure you'll, you'll probably meet them yourself in your own ministry. Yeah, I do, John, I do indeed. And just listening to Lisa there speaking so well about uh, her joy, in her faith, um, it just it just reminds me that the camp really one of the main resources of the camp are the leaders of the camp. Um, so Lisa would be a college age person, and there'd be other leaders who were young teachers, and they've all had similar experiences to Lisa, mm-hmm. and they're all full of full of um, full of passion for their faith. And um, I think that's the main resource, just to bring the teenagers then into that environment, into that community, mm. and experience the love and the peace and um, the unity uh, of the camp with these leaders on board. So, um, yeah, so looking forward to the camp again this year, I must say. And uh, it's refreshing, all right, to hear Lisa speaking there. It kind of makes uh, the work of priesthood worthwhile, it certainly, to, mm. to meet people uh, mm. who have encountered Jesus, encountered God in their life, and... Um, yeah, it certainly gives me as a priest a lot of hope. Beautiful. Lisa, what, what are you looking forward to this uh, on this camp? What, what, or what do you think you'll experience? You know? Well, I suppose I'm just, one of the big things is looking forward to meeting the young people, yeah. you know, meet, meeting the youth and just meeting with them where they're at and just helping, helping them to journey and 
to grow their faith and also to have just have the fun have, have the fun have great crack like it's just that's a big part of it like um often i didn't realize that faith you, it can be fun i thought that was yeah, that was strange yeah, yeah but it can that's a massive part like you know um so i suppose just to job be there for these young people help them to make help to, them to make friends like the friends that i have made um yeah, to know lovely. are just lifelong friends like so just to help them to Joe take part, mix with others and just enjoy, get as much out of the week as possible. So you've got about a, a few seconds now to invite young people, maybe who are half thinking, <laughs> and maybe even to parents who are thinking, should I send my, my young teenager, boy or girl, to one of these camps? What would you say as Lisa Blackwell? <laughs> um, I suppose I would really kind of encourage and challenge these young people to just take a step yeah. like it's so worth it like you just you don't know what god has in store for you it's just going to be amazing an amazing experience and until you it's so worth to come and it's really it's like places like this camp credit this is where you will truly experience real happiness and what to be really yourself this is what i found like so to, i think it's it's it'll Lovely. be an amazing opportunity and if only we had a webcam in the studio to see the broad smile <laughs> that Lisa's had right throughout the interview. Father, just again, can you just remind us of the details in case I want to and the dates, please, the dates and your contact number, contact details. Sure, and just to mention as well, John, that we've kept uh, the cost uh, relatively low. Oh, yeah. okay. It's only one hundred and thirty euros. So for the week, camps go, that's for the week. Yeah, so that's quite low as camps go. And I believe, I mean, you've got someone organised from, I think I had a look somewhere for a typical day from about 8.30 in the morning to 11.30 at night. Do you guys sleep at all? Yeah. Well, we do. Uh, we, we, we might have a little bit of work uh, getting them to bed at night because they'd often be excited and chatting together at night. Yes, yes, yes. But we yes. have an action-packed day, yeah. It begins at 8.30, mass in the morning, goes right through then to perhaps 11.30 wow. um, bedtime. Well, I think so just the, the, the date's done, yeah. Okay. Um, so the boys' camp is the first camp. Mm-hmm. And the age category would be any boy in secondary school or that age category. Okay. But it will, it will clash with junior cert and leaving cert exams. So any secondary school uh, teenager who is not doing state exams. Mm-hmm. And the boys' camp is from Sunday, June the 4th, the evening of June the 4th, until midday Saturday, June the 10th. Mm-hmm. Then the girls' camp would be Sunday the 11th of June in the evening um, until Saturday, 17th of June, midday that Saturday. Hmm. So my number again, if anyone has any questions, 86 And if you want to download a booking form, uh, there's a website and there's also photographs from last year's camp on the website as well. And the address again is www.campcredev.ie. So Credev is spelled C-R-E-I-D-E-A-M-H, campcredev.ie. Thank you so much. For, and Shane, we might be able to put some of those details up on our blog. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, link, we'll link to it as well, John. Thank you very much indeed. So thanks, Father, and thanks, um, Lisa. And please, God, you're both stay with us for the Gospel Reflection. But in the meantime, um, a piece of music. Father, your second choice of music. So this would be the monks of Glen Stahl um, singing what is uh, a Gospel passage, Jesus' uh, Beatitudes. Happy are the poor in spirit, happy are the pure in heart. So a uh, wonderful hymn, just a distillation of, 
the gospel message. Sacred Space, 